Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop him black gang candy stripes. Look at him loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that I created to spotlight the people in the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve regional and Appalachian foods and agriculture. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. This Valentine's weekend, we are setting the table with love. I've reached into the pantry and dug out an interview that I recorded back in 2015 with Helen Ash and Ellen Turner, twin sisters lovingly referred to in East Tennessee as Helen and Ellen. Helen and Ellen were the twin sisters who created and operated the Love Kitchen until their deaths in 2015 and 2018. But we have their words here in this recording, and their legacy is very much alive and thriving with the Love Kitchen in Knoxville, Tennessee. The Love Kitchen provides a Wednesday food pantry and serves over 500 meals in-house and delivers over 3,000 meals each week. That is 155,000 meals a year. And we'll also hear from the happily retired former food editor of the Knoxville New Sentinel, Mary Dee Dee Constantine, and a recipe for easy chocolate truffles that she got from Barbara Tenney. Thank you so much for your good company here today at our big Tennessee table. I'm just so glad that you decided to tune in. Here's some background on Helen and Ellen. Helen and Ellen were born in Abbeville, South Carolina to sharecropper parents John Lydell and the former Alice White. The sisters moved to Knoxville in 1946 when they were both 18 because their favorite aunt, Iva Isom, lived here. They received the money to relocate as a graduation gift from their parents. Ellen was locally renowned as the Hugger and both sisters were known to wear matching outfits and aprons. And a fun fact about Helen and Ellen, their favorite thing to eat was bacon. Volunteers still remember cooking the sisters. Five pounds of bacon, occasionally with some strawberries and animal crackers, while they watched game shows in the Love Kitchen office. And Helen always enjoyed saying she was the oldest twin by five minutes. And Helen would always enjoy saying that she was 50 pounds heavier than Ellen. On February 14, 1986, the Love Kitchen began its mission serving 22 people in a small church in East Knoxville. 
Today, the Love Kitchen has its own building, about two blocks from where it started. The Love Kitchen provides meals, clothing, and emergency food packages to the homebound, homeless, and unemployed people of all races and faiths. They work with local agencies to provide meals, secure used clothing, and donate services with the goal of promoting the self-sufficiency of those that they serve. The organization has no paid staff. All donations go to those who need it. Their purpose is to provide nourishment to anyone who's hungry and to establish a community center to serve as a haven supporting area children and their families. And in this recording that we're about to hear, you'll notice that Ellen, who at the time was suffering from cancer, was not quite as talkative as Helen. But Ellen would not stay at the house. And I found them on this day in the office of the Love Kitchen with Ellen watching her game shows on the television and Helen wearing a plastic apron and sitting behind the desk. And Patrick Riggins, who you'll also hear, was also in the room. And he's the one that looked after the sisters and even accompanied them through the airport and all over when they went on their big trip to meet Oprah as they were featured on the Oprah Winfrey Show in 2011. Let's hear from the sisters, Helen and Ellen, from 2015, talking about love. The three things Daddy taught me, there is only one Father, and this is the Father in Heaven. There is only one race, that's the human race. And Daddy, if our parents taught us, do not take the last piece of bread from the table. Somebody may come by and need it. And honey, the things that we've gone through with, we, we all writing, we're going to write a book on on the things that we've gone through with. Thus, look what look what we're doing now, honey. Yeah. Still there. And as I say, she's a cancer survivor. But let me tell you, she doesn't let that stop her, honey. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> she, here she is. She won't stay at the house, will she? No, honey. <laughs> I have to bring her over here, honey. I tell you. Yes. Who wants to sit around the house anyway, right? Ellen? That's the truth. Yeah. Nobody it's... wants to sit around the house. Well, uh -huh. honey, I don't want to sit around the house. Well, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't either. Mm -mm. All right then, honey. <laughs> well, we've had a hard time here sitting around. But let me tell you, didn't we, Ellen? We've had, yes, we had it rough, rough, rough. But let me tell you, the wonderful parents we had. Thus, yeah. this love kitchen. It's going to be in that book, honey. Well, I can't wait to read it. And it's going to be called what again? What's the, the last whole cake. I love but it. Daddy, Mama would not let us take the last piece of bread from the table. A whole cake is, you know what a whole mm -hmm. cake is. Mm -hmm. And we said, don't take the last piece of bread. No. Mm -hmm. Somebody may come by in the eve of it. That's right. And that's what that's we right. did. We didn't take that last piece of bread, did we, Ellen? That last piece of whole cake, buddy. <laughs> and here you are feeding thousands with that last oh, piece honey. of whole cake you did not eat. Oh, you honey. know? Don't you know, don't yes. you know, honey, we are so blessed. Yes, ma'am. The, the things that we've gone through with, we didn't let it stop us. Yes, ma'am. And it's a... It's amazing how many, how much stuff that we had to go through oh with to get to what we are now. Absolutely. But look here, it's paying off, baby. It is. We're going to write that book, and I just got to write about my daddy. He, and, you, know, you know, it makes you feel so good to yes. know that that daddy was the kind of had a uh, reputation. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew John Liddell was yeah. his name, wasn't it, That's Ellen? right. 
Yes. But our daddy, he always say my daddy. <laughs> Were you his favorite? Oh, was she his favorite? Uh oh! <laughs> oh my goodness! We just think about the, the hard times we've been through, but yeah, but yeah, it makes you feel so good to to see what we're doing now. What is the title gonna be? The last whole cake. You don't? Do you know what a whole cake is, honey? Oh yes, ma'am. Well, honey, let me tell you something. Oh. We we we've come through some uh, working in the fields, no water, no. Uh, electricity or anything, but look, look where we are now, Ellen. And helping people now makes you feel good, honey, about what we've done, honey. Yes, I'm ma'am. gonna tell you, everybody yes, loves my daddy. Oh, love daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, honey, this what keeps us going, baby. Yes, the parents yes. that we had, Ellen. That's the truth. Everybody Absolutely. loved daddy. Daddy had to pay for the joke, didn't he, Ellen? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I that's bet. what keeps us going, honey. Yes. Thinking about what we've gone through with, mm-hmm. and now. Mm-hmm. Look how the Lord and everybody's helping us. It's so true. Do what we enjoy doing, don't we? Yes. Patrick is a dream. Patrick, <laughs> they're talking about Patrick Riggins. He's the president of this place. And I was reading, he came to volunteer, what, 2006 or something? It's, it was probably a little earlier than that. Um, it was probably closer to around 2001. Really? Yeah. Lord bless. He's, he's Patrick your, is unbelievable. Yeah. I don't see how he does. As much as he, as much as he does, I don't know when you sleep, honey. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. is I, if if he's not married, I've got some girlfriends looking for a good man. That's what I don't mean. <laughs> Patrick, yeah, whoever what, it is, we gotta meet him. Uh, no. yeah, that, that's I've the, got some good that's girlfriends. The thing. She says they gotta get over. They gotta. We gotta prove them. Whoever it is. Yes, yeah, might not be easy now. Oh, they well, might we're not hoping be. it they won't have, be. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, Patrick, give a blessing to us, honey. Mm-hmm. I bet. Lord, have mercy. I bet he's. We can call man. Patrick day or night, anytime. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. He's right there for us. Mm-hmm. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast is brought to you by Century Harvest Farms Foundation, a sustainable farm raising grass-fed beef, makers of grass-fed old-world-style charcuterie, and home to the community-building, workforce-developing, food-insecurity-fighting Century Harvest Farms Foundation. Just a note, last year, they sustainably raised and donated over 18 tons of fresh, healthy produce to people in need in our region. More information, centuryharvest.org. And on Saturday, February the 22nd, from 6 o'clock to 8 p.m. at the farm in Greenback, Tennessee, I will be leading a paint and sip night in the cozy farm store event space at Century Harvest Farm Foundation. And this is to raise funds for 45 makers in the From the Ground Up program at Century Harvest Farm Foundation this year. This paint night is paired with Tennessee wine and grass-fed charcuterie, and there are ticket price options if you don't drink or are vegetarian. The painting component will be for one hour, and we'll be painting a theme of a home sweet home picture. Tickets and details about this event on Facebook by searching Century Harvest Farm Foundation. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, 
This Valentine's weekend, we are setting the table with love. I've reached into the pantry and dug out an interview that I recorded back in 2015 with Helen Ash and Ellen Turner, twin sisters lovingly referred to in East Tennessee as Helen and Ellen. Helen and Ellen were the twin sisters who created and operated the Love Kitchen until their deaths in 2015 and 2018. But we have their words here in this recording, and their legacy is very much alive and thriving with the Love Kitchen in Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, now, how did you get the idea to start this place? Well, Ellen, how, how did we get this? Oh, you know what? You know when uh, segregation was logic at this particular time, mm-hmm. and uh, we were nurses at UT Hospital for how many years, Ellen? Anyway, you know, segregation was awful. We went through all of that that mm-hmm. we had to go through that because, you know, we had to go by what the rules were and everything. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something, honey. Tell her about when, um, you know, when Ellen worked on the colored floor mm-hmm. and then you worked down in the ER and you'd see the indigent people come in and they'd sit there all day with nothing to eat. Oh, oh. please tell all about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and you would um, you would see them with nothing to eat and, mm-hmm. and you'd, you'd say, well, these the indigent got seen last. So they would sit all day and Helen would go bomb something out of the cafeteria or go try to get them some food. And she always told her sister, um, when I get out of, when we retire, we're going to do something about this. And so then when they did retire, Helen kept talking about it. And Ellen finally told her, I wish you'd shut up or do something. <laughs> and so one night, Helen had a dream that she was going to have the love kitchen. And she called Ellen and in the middle of the night and was telling her, I have this dream that we're going to do this love kitchen and I'm going to feed people. But she was trying to say it all so fast that Ellen's husband couldn't understand her. And he said, slow down, what's going on, Helen? Are you hurt? And is something wrong with Al was her husband? And uh, he handed the phone to Ellen. And so finally, he, Ellen got Helen calmed down enough. And she said, I had this dream. I had this dream that we're going to have this. And then the next day, they started putting it together. And then February 14th, 1986, they served their first meal of 22 meals. Oh, my so. goodness. How do people that are in need or homebound figure out how to get a hold of you? Sure. It's okay. The phone number is... You can call it's 546-3248. It's 546-3248. Or you can go to the website, thelovekitchen.org. You can also go there if you're a volunteer, want to sign up. The sisters live by this one phrase, and you see it posted at the Love Kitchen. Everybody is God somebody. Oh, I love God. Yes, somebody. I love it. Oh, Mm -hmm. Lord. Wonderful parents that we have. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, and you've just heard from the voices of the former Helen and Ellen, 
Helen Ash and Ellen Turner, founders of the Love Kitchen in Knoxville, Tennessee. The Love Kitchen is still thriving, serving over 500 meals in-house and delivering over 3,000 meals each week. That is 155,000 meals per year. And they also provide a Wednesday food pantry. The Love Kitchen is located at 2418 Martin Luther King Boulevard in Knoxville, Tennessee, 37915. And they always welcome donations. And if you're listening online and out of the area, you can even donate online from their website. They are also always in need of volunteers, volunteer groups, and people who can deliver meals to the homebound, especially if you have a four-wheel drive vehicle for inclement weather. And on their website, there's a complete description of volunteer opportunities and a volunteer form. More information, thelovekitchen.org. This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. And how about if we hear this neat little recording from the happily retired food editor from the Knoxville New Sentinel, Mary D.D. Constantine, and that easy chocolate truffle recipe. Barbara Tenney has been a part of Knoxville's culinary scene for more than 25 years. She's currently teaching classes at Butler and Bailey Market, and if you've never been to a class, you might want to go. She's taught at various other places throughout the years, though, including the Maytag store at Turkey Creek and Williams-Sonoma at Westtown Mall. Her love of cooking was nurtured by her parents and grandparents, and through their encouragement, she entered numerous cooking contests. Barbara is an inaugural member of the Kraft Foods Hall of Fame and the author of three cookbooks. Chocolate Cappuccino Truffles is one of her go-to desserts for special occasions, and I can personally attest to their decadence. So if you're wanting to impress someone for Valentine's Day, I promise you, you can't go wrong with this recipe. To prepare, you melt one pound of finely chopped bittersweet chocolate in a double boiler over hot, not simmering water, stirring frequently. Barbara prefers Calabot chocolate, that's C-A-L-L-E-B-A-U-T, but I'm sure if you find any good quality bittersweet chocolate, that will work. In a one-quart saucepan, bring one and a half cups of whipping cream to a boil. Remove the cream from the heat and immediately dissolve two tablespoons of instant espresso powder. Then stir in one and a half teaspoons cinnamon. You pour the cream and the melted chocolate together. Stir until well blended. Pour all of that into a 9 by 13 inch casserole dish. Cover it and let it cool to room temperature. When it gets to room temperature, you need to put it in the refrigerator until the mixture is thick. Not stiff, but just thick. About two to three hours. Then using a small ice cream scoop, Scoop out your truffle balls and place on a lined baking sheet. This makes about 60, so you need to have a lot of room. You chill those for about 6 hours. On the day of serving, 
Roll each truffle in unsweetened cocoa powder or powdered sugar. Place them in a paper candy cup if you want or just serve on a pretty platter. They'll keep for a month if refrigerated, not at my house, or two months in the freezer. They should be served at room temperature. Happy Valentine's Day. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. This is Quint Smith, syrup maker from East Tennessee, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.